Welcome to the podcast of Pastor Leandra Sow. Pastor Leandra Sow is the pastor of a young and vibrant church in Cape Town, Faith Life Family Church. This podcast is tasked with duty to provide you with the very best teachings of Pastor Leandra Sow. Soak in and enjoy. Our pastor and to sow some seed, some financial seed into their lives, okay? Alright, and you do it out of love. You don't do it out of punishment. Okay? So let him who is taught the word give, share all good things with the one who's teaching him. Yes. And then the next verse says, do not be deceived. God is not mocked. Whatever you sow, you will reap. Isn't it powerful? It's like you are giving to the person, but even what you are giving, you will reap it back again. So that's how God is. He always... He always has a return for you. So as you are giving and giving to your teacher, as God is not mocked. He sees what you are doing and He will make sure that you will receive what you've given. Amen. So, not to make it a long story, a little bit of treble, we're going to give everyone who wants to give a seed, which should be all of us. We're going to give you an envelope to put your seed in and then, or your finance in and then, I think it's the 3rd of November we're going to have a service, a pastor's appreciation service. And then we get to, yeah, I think let's give everyone an envelope. I think there's enough. And one more thing I want you to do is, one more thing I want you to do is, I want you to write on the front or on the back what your pastor means to you. Isn't it a powerful thing? Oh, I don't mean anything to you. What type of people are you? How has your life changed? How has your pastor been a blessing to you? Okay? And even if you are from Mitchell's Plain and this man has pastored you, you must know that I'm his pastor. We are all one church connected all over. Okay? So please, they are giving you an envelope and then let's put in something powerful to encourage the person who is teaching to us. Amen. Hallelujah. Can you look Trust and obey. There is no other way. To be happy in Jesus, but to trust and obey. Trust and obey, for there is no other way to be happy in Jesus, but to trust and obey. Trust and obey There is no other way To be happy in Jesus But to trust and obey You're all I want Beautiful You're all I ever need. You're all I want. Help me know you are near. Help me know you are near. You're all I want.
Lift your hand if you need one still. You need an envelope, everyone has. Powerful. Over there, who needs envelopes over there? Still need? There's more over there, okay. There's more over there. Okay, so we all stand quickly. Let's just stand and let's just pray. Father, we thank you for the word that we are about to receive. We pray that you will open our hearts and open our minds to receive your wonderful word. We pray in the name of Jesus. Amen and amen. All right, you may be seated. Thank you, Jody. Today, okay, I just need everyone to be seated just for a few minutes, and then we're going to be out of here. You can leave me a little bit more treble. Okay. And I want to preach to you about, as we continue, this is our month of being faithful and being loyal. And I want to preach to you today about being obedient. Wow, isn't a powerful topic? Hey, obedient. Isn't it a painful word? I see some people already moving as I said that. <laughs> but God wants us to be obedient. And in the other opposite, I want to also say, make the topic is, God, how not to be rebellious? Because when rebellion is a very high sin that we can commit, and God does not want these children to be rebellious. Okay. The Bible says in okay, let's go to let's go to Psalms 23. I spoke about it last week, but I want to go to it again. The book of Psalms 23, David says, He says, The Lord is my the Lord is my and I shall not okay so for God to be my shepherd it means that I am a sheep okay the Lord is my shepherd I shall not want he makes me lie down in green pastures amen so the moment I become under God's control and I am under his uh, I'm, I'm, I'm obedient to him I will get all the blessings of a sheep he makes me lay down in green pastures. He restores my soul. Hallelujah. So that means that everywhere in the Bible even, when God speaks of his children, he always refers to his children as being sheep and not goats. The other day someone was joking. The person came to church, for I think for the first time that he heard me preach. And when he met me in the street, he said, Pastor! I'm still a sheep. And I, I could see that the word came, came into him. Okay? So, we must, all, we must all maintain and we must have the character of a sheep-like believer. And not a, a rebellious type of believer. So, the Bible speaks of sheep, then goats, and then deer. Alright? And I spoke about it last week. That a sheep is, is someone who's very... Who's very uh, Come here, now that you have your white on. Like I, <laughs> look at this beautiful white shirt. This is our, and sheep normally have this color. And white speaks, speaks of purity. Yeah. White speaks of obedience. And then Vasi Swarat. Okay, Kim, uh, Kelly, come. Hey, look at this. Black. Is there someone who has a spotted black and white on? Not. Who has spotted black and white? Yeah, there is also Mawandi. You are preaching today. Please come. Come stand in the middle here. Hey. Look at this. God wants us to be his sheep. Sheep is, you are obedient. Sheep is, I try whatever God tells me to do. I try to follow that. And I try to keep the sound there. And I try to maintain the right thing. When I'm called, I go. 
Even when I don't feel like going, the Bible says he makes me lie down. Meaning, my feelings don't tell me what to do. My friends don't tell me what to do. No one, money cannot speak to me. I've decided to follow Jesus. Hallelujah. It's a song that says, I have decided. I have this. I have decided. Yes, to follow Jesus. To follow Jesus. That is the sheep. I have decided. I have decided. To follow Jesus. To follow Jesus. I have decided. I have decided. To follow. To follow Jesus. No turning back. No turning back. Tell your neighbor, no turning back. No turning back. The world behind me. None go with me. Yeah, so I will follow. Still I will follow. Even my friends don't come with me. Don't none go with me. I will follow. Still I will follow. Don't none go with me. Don't none go Even with me. Even if I'm not sheep alone, I will stay asleep. Still I will follow. No turning back. No turning back. No turning Praise back. No turning back. Thank you, sir. Thank you. Now. God wants us to be like that, okay? Then you get another person. The person is not all the way black. I see a scarpy. I see a takboki. But the manner no and done. The manners is not where it should be. Like the Bible says, rather you be hot or you be cold, but now you're in between. Can we sing this? How many times? Do I go against your will and you forgive me? But yet I still turn around and do the things, the things I shouldn't do. Cause I belong to you and I know you will come through. This is this Christian. They, they are singing the song how many times? Will I go against your will? But Lord, you forgive me. Yet I still, I do the things I shouldn't do. You know, today I found out a scripture for the first time. How many know that scripture that the Bible says, obedience is better than sacrifice? Huh? To obey is better than to sacrifice. I read it the wrong way. You know, the guy says, when people say that, when the Bible says obedience is better than sacrifice, the Bible speaks of people who say this in the head, that I will disobey. And once I've disobeyed, I'll make a sacrifice to cover my sin. So people like that, they say, I will do the wrong thing because I know the Lord will forgive me later. That's why I will just go and do it. You see, that's why the Bible teaches us that to obey, it's better to obey than to make a sacrifice to cover your sins. Do you understand? So, when we are like this, sorry, my one day that is now you, okay? Sorry, ma. When we are here, we are a little bit independent. We, we only obey certain parts of the word. Yeah, and I'm going to show you someone who was like that in the Bible now. Yes, and our favorite song is how many times? Lord, forgive me. A yell for dinner, sonder. Correct your Yeah. Then, when you get here, you are completely rebellious. You are now black. The white of God, you reject, when you reject God, it's like the presence of the Holy Spirit doesn't want to stay on you anymore. So the evil in you may, uh, remains. And many believers backslide like that. It's not called falling back, it's called sliding back. Like you go gradually, you, you disobey small, small until you become like this. Did you know I, I, I didn't know this, but someone said a powerful thing. He said, when someone becomes an addict, they become a believer. When they become a drug addict or they are smoking, when they go to hell, 
they remain an addict. But in hell, there's no cigarettes there. Nikki's tavern is not there. There's no, yeah, so you, they can never satisfy the sin that is in them. That is why it's a very dangerous thing. We shouldn't feel it's fine to be like that. So when people are rebellious, they cannot be spoken to. They cannot be told what to do. They feel they want to do their own thing. And at this point, this is a place where God completely cuts them off. Unfold, because they want to be cut off even. Yeah. And I want to teach you not to be a rebellious person. But I want to teach you to rather be a soft and humble person. You know, sometimes we are here somewhere and we know we are there and we are happy that we are there. But we must bring ourselves to become sheep where we can be instructed and commanded. Yeah. The Bible says in Hebrews 16 verse 17, obey them who have rule over you. Obey your pastors. Yeah, so it's a commandment. And you know, even I've learned that I must obey my pastor. When my pastor speaks to me, when my leaders speak to me, my spiritual fathers speak to me, I must do my all to obey and not say my friend said this, my whoever said that. Okay, clap hands for them. Wow. Thank you very much. May you never be takbokering like that. Amen. Hallelujah. Okay. So very quickly, I want to speak to you about, I want to speak to you about symptoms of disloyalty when people have the symptoms of disloyalty okay so you know every disease has symptoms with it okay all right let's 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 think about this one if your head is feeling heavy your nose is blocked you're <coughs> coughing your, your throat what do you have you have flu or a cold why? Because you, you can't see the disease, but you can see the symptoms of it. Okay? If you are peeing all the time, your hand is going like this. Uh, you are eating also the whole time and you are losing weight. You're feeling hot and you're feeling cold. What do you have? Diabetes. Yeah. Hey. And then, I don't want to go deep into it, but even cancer has also certain symptoms. You can see if they have cancer. Do you know if you hold someone's hand like this? If you hold someone's hand like this, just stay seated, please. If you have, hold someone's hand like that, hold the hand straight, and the hand goes like that the whole time. You know that the person has liver failure. You, no, you can't see the liver, but you can see by the way this hand is reacting. That the person has liver failure. If you hold the fingers, look at these fingers, it's straight. But if you see the fingers are like thick at the ends, it's clubbing. Then you know the person has a multi-stage organ failure. The liver, the heart, everything is going. So you can't see the inside, but you can see that the end tells me that you have a symptom of something in you. Thank you, sir. So, this loyalty also has symptoms. Where you can see that this person, you, I can't see that there's loyalty in you. But I can see the symptoms that you have. Yeah. And we said last week that God wants, the first sign of a servant is that the person must be found faithful. Ask your neighbor, are you faithful neighbor? Frafalakandi yereyo fatrao. Kandi yereyo steer. I slap my you play. Can I steer me to heal Jesus? Can the Lord trust you? God is looking for faithful people. So the first sign of a disloyal person is number one, disobedience. Yeah. When when your pastor as or your spiritual leader, we've given a straight command. And you, you choose to disobey it. Because you know, many of us want God to pass us. We want God to stand in front of us. But we must know that God will never come and stand in front of you. He will always send a man. And he will give his word to a man. And that man will instruct you in his way. Yeah. Say amen. Hallelujah. 
You know, I actually, I actually want to speak about something else, but today I'm just preaching on disobedient because you are not saying amen. So, <laughs> so in the Bible, in the book of 1 Samuel chapter 15, okay? 1 Samuel chapter 15, I'm going to read this to you. What happened here was there was a king called Saul and his prophet, his pastor was the prophet Samuel, okay? And the Bible says here, Samuel, I'm going to read it to you quickly. It says, Samuel also said to Saul, the Lord sent me to anoint you king over the people of Israel. Now therefore listen. Now therefore listen unto the voice of the Lord. I love this. Look at this. He's coming to this man. Come, you are Saul. You are an actor. So he's coming to Saul. This is King Saul. The prophet is coming to him. Stay there, Saul. <laughs> and uh, he's telling him, I anointed you as king. Listen to the voice of the Lord your God. So God is not there. The prophet is talking. But the prophet tells him, listen to the voice of the Lord. That tells you that as much as you say you want to hear from God for yourself, as much as we say that we want to serve God, we don't want to serve man. As much as we say that, we must know that the pattern of God is that God will send a man to you and he will keep his word to that man. Yeah. And, and you know, as much if you can see that this man is speaking from God, you must, you, must, you must humble and you must obey. You must be humble and obey the word. You know, in COVID time, uh, I didn't want to take the vaccine. Hey! I did not want to take the vaccine. And I still regret. But then my pastor, Pastor Chris. Hey, Pastor Chris is also my pastor. Bishop Dag is my pastor. Papa Vincent. But because he's my leader and my mentor, he called us together and he spoke to us. And he said, you know, Bishop said, Bishop is a medical doctor. And Bishop said, we should trust God. And we should lead by example and go and do it. And I didn't want to do it, but just because my pastor said, I went the Monday, I said, because my pastor said it, I'll go and do it. Look, I didn't force you, but I looked at him and I said, this man has led me since I was, Pastor Chris has mentored me more than 10 years, or almost 10 years. I can't now come and say that I can't obey you. So even in, and, and even if I must die, <laughs> I'd rather die in obedience. But not that Look, I could see that he was crazy. Look, you, the Bible says, follow me as I follow Christ. Meaning at the point, if you see your pastor is no longer following Jesus. If I'm standing here with the bottle, Castle Lager, Black Label, Jack Daniels, if I have a cigarette and I tell you, the Lord says this, Muni <laughs> mei One year I was at church and I was talking to one of the leaders in church, but he was busy backsliding. Sister Silent, as he's, I'm, I'm young, I was under 20. As I talked to him, he took out something out of his pocket. And as he took it out of his pocket, something fell out. Do you want to know what fell out? How, do you want to know what fell out? A castle lager dopey. I looked at the man of God. Man of God! I said, no, 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 you! Ah. But look, he wasn't the main pastor. He was just one of, and he was funny in church. He had all the signs of disloyalty. Yeah, he had all the signs of disloyalty, and I knew you, I mustn't believe a word that comes out of your mouth. The pastor I had, he was a very honest man. A very, very honest, who loves God. So if you see your pastor like that, honor the words that he tells you. And do your everything. Okay, now, I'm going to preach this shortly. Then we're going home. So, he comes to him. He tells him, this is the voice of the Lord your God. Okay. That says the Lord. The Lord says, I remember what Amalek did. Amalek, as Israel came out of Egypt, and they were going to the promised land, Amalek was the only nation who attacked them. But Amalek didn't attack them from the front. Amalek attacked them from the back. Where all the children and the women were. 
And then God said, God, you know what God did? God told Israel, when you get to the promised land, come back and go kill Amalek. But they didn't do it. So for 500 years, God was waiting for Amalek to repent, but they didn't repent. Then God came to Saul and God said, Saul, I want you to go and kill those people. Right? And God said, kill everything and burn everything. And Saul said, we will do it. We are going. Saul took 200,000 people, 210,000, and he went to Amalek. Started to go to Amalek, started to kill some of them. But then, Saul saw, hey, but these people are rich people. Can't we take some of this stuff home for us? And we see that they've got beautiful sheep, beautiful goats. They've got beautiful fat boats. Why must we kill these things if we can take it home? So, instead of obeying the word of God, Saul rather obeyed his own greed. And he became disobedient. Hey! Tell your neighbor, it's a very ugly word. And you shouldn't be disobedient, neighbor. Huh? Saul forgot how he was a farmer. And God took him from a farmer to make him a king. He rather decided to follow his own self. Okay? Saul, you were right there. Then, listen, when Saul then came to the king, are you gonna, who's gonna be king again? You look like a king today. Chaudi likes the corner for that. Sat up your Fabiani cafe. Then, sorry, man. Stand over there. Then, you know what Saul did? Instead of killing the king, which should be the main thing, person that he kills, he rather made friends with the king and brought the, the king with him. And you know what happened? This was happening near Egypt, far away. That night, the Lord told Samuel, look at what Saul is doing. So he never even saw it with his own eyes, but in his spirit, the Lord told me that this man has not obeyed me. He has turned away from me. Yeah. Samuel traveled down and uh, when Samuel came to him to Saul now I'm Samuel <laughs> when he came to him he greeted him and then he asked him why am I hearing sheep why am I hearing goats and who's this person standing here this is what struck me, that Saul killed the things that are ugly. He burned the things that are ugly, but the things that look good to his eyes, he kept that. He kept the best of the goats. He kept the best of the sheep. He kept the gold and he kept the king. You see, that shows you that sometimes when we are disobedient, it is easy for us to kill the bad things, to let go of the bad things. But we don't want to let go of the things that we think are good in our lives. It's It's easy to get rid of that friend of yours who's drinking. That friend who's smoking. That friend who's no good to you. But the friends who's worldly but you think they have a little bit of money. You keep them close to you. You don't want to get rid of them. You are not obeying the word of God as you should. So we want to let go of the bad things but we want to keep the good things. That boyfriend who you know is not, he's not saved. You keep him. You want to keep him because you know he's bringing money to you. You know he's paying your phone bill. You know he's giving you a place to sleep. You should rather obey God than to obey man. Don't keep the good things that you think will be. Yeah. Clap your hands. Yeah. I've learned to, it's better to obey God. Yeah. It's better to even lose. Where's Cheslow? Come here. Come, run quickly, please. Come. Zambe, one, two. Do you know? 
to stop wearing this please no one should wear this you're not a lady come here not a girl it's for girls please he came with friends did you come with friends A lot of friends but I spoke to him and I told him that you can't serve the Lord with these friends in your life so it's easy to get rid of your enemies but these friends they are not in line with God's will for your life today he's rapping in church here where are his friends they are they are drunk they are hungover where are they are they serving the Lord they're not serving the Lord they're lost so we can't be partially obedient to the word of God and keep the good in our lives that we think is good. Thank you, sir. Amen. Hallelujah. Okay. But you know what surprised me is that when, when Samuel came to Saul, I'm just going to tell you the story. They will go home. When Samuel came to Saul, you know what Saul said? Saul said, I have obeyed the commandment of the Lord. As he obeyed, he hasn't obeyed. They're still calves. They're still. So he, he did it, but he did it partially. But we must know that partial obedience, partly obedient is disobedience. Yeah. We must learn to be completely obedient to the word of the Lord and not be partly obedient. Yes. This is the other thing. When you are partly obedient, you feel right. When people are rebellious, they, they feel right in themselves. Yeah. That's why the Bible says, take heed of yourself. Look at yourself because while you think you are standing, you've actually fallen. So, so many times I tell myself also, don't feel too right. Don't think you are right. Don't think you are perfect. Look at yourself. Amen. Especially the ladies. Hey. Because when you look in the mirror, you can see you look so beautiful. Then you think, how can such a beautiful creature be so wrong? But don't forget what Eve did in the garden, please. let us You might look beautiful. But it is beautiful disobedience. People are not saying amen. All the ladies say amen. <laughs> okay. Ten more minutes. Listen to what happened. We're just going to do the story. Then Saul said, I've gone the journey. I've traveled. Like what that means is I've gone to church. I've done everything I must do. I'm even a Basenda leader. I'm even in the choir. I'm even in the act. But what are you doing? Hey! My goodness, the cake is still for that. Look, I'm not trying to beat you. But but sometimes we we are into secret sin sometimes. Evil things that people don't know about. Yeah. And the Bible says, well, hold your foot from evil. So we should all be careful in this regard. Then, then listen to what God says. He, so he said, I've done the right thing. Then he said, then Saul said, reminding you of the word, the Lord sent you to utterly destroy these people. Why have you not done it? But you have, then he says this, but you did fly upon the spoil. Meaning, you, when it came to evil, you didn't go slowly, but you flew on it. You, you did it with speed. You did, and sometimes we are more quick to do the wrong thing. We run too quick to wrong things, but when it's time to do the right things, then we will, oh, don't want to do it. Yeah? We, we are quick to fly on the things. Hey. We are quick to fly to, to, to scale. Africans say, um, we are quick to scanner. 
We are quick to lie. Come this way. But the can work. Huh? We are quick to flick iman in. To fly someone in. <laughs> but we are slow. We are slow to apologize. To say I'm sorry for what I did. I'm sorry I was wrong yesterday. I'm sorry I was wrong. We, we are quick to do the wrong thing, but we are slow sometimes to do the right thing. Sorry, man. We are slow to do the right thing. You <laughs> ask me, why did you fly? Can you believe it? Like, you flew. You fly. You, like, when you saw the sun, you flew to the sun. A believer shouldn't do that. You shouldn't be flying to steal something. You shouldn't be flying around to sleep with people. Some people you are flying from boyfriend to boyfriend. You are flying from girlfriend to girlfriend. Ask your neighbor, I didn't know you were a witch like that. Huh? Why are you flying, neighbor? Neighbor, why are you flying? I didn't know you. <laughs> wow. Okay, still okay. Then listen. You flew and you did evil. You flew. Then he said to Saul. Okay, focus on me. Don't worry. We almost finished. Then he said. You have not obeyed the word of the Lord. So I want every one of us here to know that when God speaks to you through your pastor, you must see it as the word of the Lord that is coming to you. Yeah. Be, and, it, and it takes humility to be like that. It takes humility to, to see this man is bringing me the word from God. Yeah. Not that he's perfect. That's a man. You know, there's no church in Cape Town in South Africa in the world where an uh, angel is preaching. Yeah. There's not one pastor who's an angel. You think an angel, an angel has never sinned, so an angel cannot have mercy on you. Yeah. I've committed so many sins, so when you come and tell me you did something, hey, I must take my time. I can't say, well, the Bible says, I must throw you with stones and kill you. Angel will say, Where's the stones? This man has sinned. But because I am a man as well, I can have compassion on you. I can say, Yes, yeah, all right, man. I've also been there, I've done that. You can come out of it. Yes. But you must see the word of your pastor as the word of God to you. And you must fight to obey it. Amen. Tell your neighbor, trust and obey, neighbor. Yeah, then he asked him, why did you take the spoils? Then, you know what Saul said? Saul licked for Samuel and Saul said, no, we took all of these bulls to make a sacrifice to God. It's like, it's like saying, no, I broke into that house so that I can give my tithes tomorrow. That's a lie. And many times we disobey and then we cover our disobedience with lies. With lies. And as a child of God, you must be sensitive to that. No, as a child of God, you shouldn't be so quick to lie. Hey. Everyone must be relaxed. We are tension in the church today. But instead of telling the truth, saying like, that's what, the, that's what, what made, made um, David and Saul different. Was when Saul did the wrong thing, he always tried to cover. But when David did the wrong things, he came and he repented openly. Said I was wrong. Yeah. And we must also learn to become soft like that. Ready to say I was wrong. Ready to apologize and not to half apologize or to smear your apology with a lie. We must learn to be humble and bring ourselves down. And that's something that the church has lost sometimes. Is that we don't know how to humble ourselves and apologize from our hearts. Yeah. 
then then he went on and Saul told him this he told him rebellion is as the sin of witchcraft so rebellion is like your the disobedience has become hardened and it has entered the person and it's like they are disobeying from their heart they have decided they are breaking all no one can have authority over them yeah and and this is the one of the things that god hates is the spirit of rebellion because that is what satan did he came out from god's control and he said i will not be controlled by anyone not even by god i will control myself and i will do and i will influence other people to do the same you see so we should all never to become rebellious i almost want to say become anything else but never be a rebellious person yeah it's like you are against all forms of authority yes and we must and we must all learn to become cheap sheep can be controlled by a shepherd you know and sometimes the shepherd is not even there then the shepherd dogs they can even listen to a dog you know what the shepherd dog will do like a shepherd dog looks like a german shepherd right oh you people don't know you're like anything they have winkies but you know what the shepherd dog does when the sheep wants there's a cliff there the sheep will run down the dog will run around the side and it will start barking and as he barks he will make all the sheep go that it's a big he will make them go that way so a sheep can even listen to a dog a sheep is an intelligent person so it means when you can listen it means you are very intelligent when you can obey it means that you are a very special person but when you are someone who feels that i will do my own thing I will go my own way. I will not be told what to do. You are the son of the devil. Yeah. And and I must look I, I think I'm preaching this so strong because I've realized that even me I must be humble. I must learn to be able to flow. I must be able to be told what to do. Yeah. There's safety in being told what to do. So yeah, so you know what? So Saul told him, rebellion is as the sin of witchcraft. Meaning, it's almost like rebellion means witchcraft means you are controlling authority. You are like you not you are under con, uh, that you are trying to control the authority. And many of us, we are rebellious against our parents. Okay, but that is not another thing, eh? Hey, we are rebellious against our husbands. We are rebellious against our wives. We are rebellious against our bosses. And we must learn to let that rebellion it must break in us. And then the next thing he said, don't worry about the people. People are being blessed. Then the next thing he said is that and stubbornness is like iniquity. Like like that stuff of stubbornness that you have in you. It's like a demonic thing. Like stubbornness, you cannot be told. So Saul had rebellion and stubbornness in him. When his prophet spoke to him, he couldn't listen. Yeah, are you there? Yes. I'm being blessed. Yes. Hallelujah. I'm almost ending. And look at what happened. When Samuel was done speaking, Samuel walked away. You know what Saul did? Saul grabbed his arm. Okay, the first thing Saul did is he took out his sword and he went over to this man and he said, in the name of Jesus, I kill you now. Okay, not Jesus, uh, Yahweh. He stabbed him, he killed this man. Down, dead. You are dead, sir. Okay, that's fine. You are dead. <laughs> he, he did what he could. So it means that when you are not obedient, God will bring someone else to take your place. And when, when Saul wanted to, Samuel wanted to, Saul grabbed his arm, grabbed my arm. And Saul said, I didn't listen to you. But listen to this. But the people are watching us. Honor me in front of them. That means he's not repentant. He's not even sorry. He just doesn't want to look bad in front of people. 
And many times we are also wrong, but we don't want to look bad in front of people. We don't want to truly apologize. And you know, the last thing I'm going to tell you is that when Samuel said, no, I will not go with you. So it is a big thing for a prophet to tell a king that he won't do what he says. Then, grab my shirt. When he turned, Saul grabbed his shirt and he tore Samuel's shirt. Hey, he, he tore his prophet's shirt. He tore his authority shirt. He, he tore his cloth. Don't tear my new shirt. You're like actors as well, <laughs> Sorry, man. All the visitors, please forgive us. <laughs> Sometimes <laughs> things are not as they should be. Listen. <laughs> we are almost out. You know, in the Hebrew, in the in the in the Hebrew. Old Testament times when someone felt remorse when someone's heart was broken the person would take their shirt and they would tear their own shirt even a little bit and then they would take ash and put it on their head and they would just start to cry but instead of Saul tearing his own clothes he goes to the prophet and he tears his clothes. The soldier that when the spirit is of rebellion is on you. Instead of you falling in your own guilt. You put the blame on other people for everything. Now you can clap hands for that. Yeah. Yes. That's what I've, I've learned as a pastor of as. As now that I'm more mature, I've learned to, to, to think that when people come and blame, they come home and they say, Mommy, that teacher is not right. My pastor is not right. My shepherd is not right. You must ask them, are you not maybe tearing your pastor or your shepherd or your teacher's clothes? What about your own? What are you doing that's not you are not supposed to do? Where are you putting the blame? Well, you blame everyone else except yourself. You blame everyone for everything. And because of, you know, when he tore his clothes, for me, when he tore his clothes, I'm sure Samuel didn't even hear from God. He's a son to Saul and he said, because you did this, God will take the kingdom from you. Meaning, meaning you were not going to be king anymore, but because you tore me, your children will not become kings. And they all died and God brought another person to take his place. Because he told the wrong man's yeah. We must all know here that disobedience and rebellion is a very deep sin before God. And he said, the people said I must do this. He said they wanted to keep the goods. We must stop letting others. We must stop letting circumstances. And we must learn to obey God from our hearts. Learn to obey our pastor from our hearts. When we are being called to do something, obey and let's do it. When we say we are going somewhere, let's go. Let's be obedient to Because you might not know that the advice that I'm giving you and the command that I'm giving you is from God. It's from God. You think you are disobeying a man, but you don't see that the voice of God is coming. But when he says something, I see it as the voice of God to me. Today I've come to hold us all, not to take the word of God lightly. Not, not and to pay ourselves and not others. But what do you today? To become sheep. To be, to be able to flow. To be obedient. You cannot enter heaven if disobedience is 
Please you for listening to this message. Follow us on Facebook at Faithlife Family Church to find out more information about our service times and upcoming events. Don't forget to subscribe to this podcast channel to receive regular messages by Pastor Lane Russell.